Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, everyone. This is Ryan Cote with the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Today, I'm excited to be talking with Celine Chinoy. Hey, Celine. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's a humid day in New Jersey, but can't complain. So why don't you start off by telling everyone what you do and what you enjoy doing, what your interests are? Absolutely. So I am a blogger, a podcaster, a journalist, and I'm also a former life coach. I'm known as the founder of the Dreamcatcher blog. It's my passion project. I call it my dharma because it really fills me with joy because I get to engage my creative side but I also get to help people live better lives. And for me, that's everything. And uh, besides that, outside of content creation, I love to read. I love to read nonfiction books, mostly listen to podcasts. Before the pandemic, I loved to go to the movies, concerts, shows, anything that would broaden my horizons and expose me to any kind of art form. So that's something I'm really missing right now, but I've been able to find other ways to meet that need. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, I love movies too. I'm big, uh, well, now we don't go to movies, but we have Netflix and Hulu and all the streaming services. Right. There's something about going to the movie theater, right? It's an experience. Like, uh, you know, when you get the popcorn, you're sitting down and you know, um, you're in that dark, dark room, that dark hall. So yeah, I'm kind of missing that, but I guess we've all learned to adapt now to the new normal. Yeah, I suppose. But you're right, it is an experience. What do you like about creating content? Like what what attracts you to content creation so much? As I said, it's just the whole creative process, right? I feel that I'm able to express myself, express the things that I learn from my own journey and through what I learn from my own personal education and do that in a way that makes sense to people, that resonates with people and could help them see things in a different way. And for some reason, that's really important to me. I feel that, you know, everything starts with with the mind and how we think. So if I'm able to help people see things differently in a way that would be beneficial for them and in a way that would help them live better lives, that's just so fulfilling to me. And yeah, I just feel like that's just a good use of my life force. And I think that's why content creation is so appealing to me. It comes naturally to me and I just enjoy doing it. Let's talk about personal development. What's your approach to personal development and self-growth? Well, Ryan, personal development is so big for me and it's evolved over the years. My first self-help book that I read was when I was 16 and it was Dr. Phil's Life Strategies. I don't know if you read that book, but it really was for me the foundation of the whole personal growth chapter in my life. And for me, it was so eye-opening. It just, I was like, wow, wow, this, this really makes sense. And I just remember taking out my journal and making notes and Something just clicked in me and it had a sense of rightness to it, you know? And then I went on to read other self-help experts like Gary Zukov, Cheryl Richardson, Wayne Dyer, basically anyone who was who was on Oprah. So 
in the beginning, it was self-help was very, I was very bookish about it, right? I was very theoretical about it. But then life happened to me. I faced a lot of challenges, a lot of tough lessons as everyone else faces. And then I realized that, you know, self-personal development isn't, it, it isn't just about what you read in a book. It's, it's in the doing, right? You got to actually have to apply what you learn. So that's when I started putting it into practice. I developed rituals, systems, and things to just keep me grounded. So this whole personal development journey, it's a journey. And recently, I've also learned about this whole idea that it's not really about perfection. It's not about doing everything perfectly. It's okay to make mistakes. I don't know if you've heard of Brené Brown, but she's somebody who talks a lot about being okay with our imperfections. And for someone like me, who is a go-getter and who is a perfectionist, this was so important for me to learn because I used to get so burned out and I used to have this inner critic that used to just... You know, just used to put, I used to be my own worst enemy, right? I was always competing with myself. So I learned to accept the fact that I'm not always going to be perfect. And I'm always, and making mistakes is part of the process of growing and becoming better. And I also have learned recently that it's important to slow down and be more present, be more mindful of everything that's going on in your life. Because if you're always in this go, go, go kind of mode, you miss everything. So it's really important to just take that time to be still, look around you, and really process everything. Be present to what's going on in your life because that's where the wisdom and the knowledge that you gain from all of this, that's when it really crystallizes. That's when it really becomes solid and you're able to use that in your everyday life, but also communicate that to to people. And yeah, I think uh, right now what I'm really working on is being mindful and slowing down. So that's where I'm at right now with my journey and who knows where I'm going to go in the future. So first off, life strategies I have not read, so I'll have to put that on my list. I've never actually consumed any content by Dr. Phil. I'm, I'm a big Jim Rohn fan, Darren Hardy. Oh, I love Dr. Jim Rohn. Yeah, I actually, um, so I, I got one of his books. It's uh, called 12 Pillars. It's a parable about life lessons. I'm actually reading it to my kids now because it's a story. So they, they're actually, I think, paying attention. Um, it's a real quick read and um, I like it a lot. But anything by Jim Rohn I like, but I'll have to check out Life Strategies. I've never uh, never read that. Yeah, so I mean, that came out, I think, in 99 and I actually got it autographed by Dr. Phil about a couple yeah. years ago when I went to his show. So I was super thrilled about that. The other thing you mentioned was slowing down. So that really resonates with me because I think it's 100% true. And at least for me, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs and you know, really everyone, they're just very busy all the time. And so you know, it just becomes very distracting and call-consuming and you know, I'm trying myself to learn to slow down. You know, like I mentioned, Darren Hardy before. I'm a big fan of his books and his newsletter and all that stuff. And he had a whole series of lessons on like how to live longer, just based on all the research his team put together. And one of the lessons was having downtime, like injecting scheduled downtime into your day, like reading a book, like you mentioned, nonfiction books or fiction or whatever. Just taking the time to 
scheduled downtime in your in your day. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as just, you know, if you're stuck in traffic or you're waiting in line, just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, you know, just blank out. You don't have to like meditate for like an hour. Uh, most people think that's what mindfulness is about. It's not. It's about taking these mini breaks. You know, just don't look at your phone. If you have a few minutes, don't check your Instagram account. Instead, just just close your eyes, take a few deep breaths. And that in itself is enough to kind of get a reset, right? And just get refreshed. So uh, I think that's really, it's really important for us to do that as part of self-care practice. You know what's been helping me too? You just made me think of something by taking deep breaths. I was listening to Ed Milet's podcast and he had this doctor on and I Unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but he was he was talking about like one of the best ways that he's found that he he teaches his patients on like not anxiety, but it can be anxiety, but just relaxing your body is taking two breaths in and then one breath out. He said like based on everything yeah. he's studied and done and and all that, it's like two breaths in and one breath out is the best way just to calm your body. So that's what I do if I'm feeling stressed about work or, or anything. It actually works. It's crazy. Yeah, it's that oxygen pumping into your blood that that does it. <laughs> so, what's you mentioned meditation? Um, what's your if you have a morning routine? What does that What does that look like? Oh yes, my morning routine. Uh, well, for me, my morning routine involves a lot of physicality. I like to wake up nice and early. I'm one of those early risers. There's something about waking up early that's just I don't know. For some reason, it puts me on the right track for the rest of the day. So. First thing I do in the morning is I, I make sure I drink plenty of water and then I work out. I do about a, an hour to hour and a half, depending on how much time I have. Do I do weights. I run lots of stretching. And it's not just about, for me, it's not just about the vanity and just the fact that exercising makes you look better. I mean, of course, that's plus point, but what it really does is it grounds me and it puts me in the right frame of mind for the rest of my day. I heard Dwayne Johnson say something similar in an interview about his ritual of working out first thing in the morning. And something he mentioned was that it's that time when you can really feel uh, when you're like disconnected from the rest of the world in a good way, where you can just kind of be with your thoughts. It's sort of like a meditative practice. I mean, you can really connect with your body and just feel grounded. And for me, that does wonders. Like if I, if I ever miss a workout, which is almost never, <laughs> I feel it. I feel out of sorts and I, it impacts my mind and how I think. So, you know, I'm sure you've heard of that mind body connection, right? So, oh, yeah. I feel like if I, if my body, if I'm taking care of my body and I feel strong, it kind of transfers to my mind and how I think. So that's one thing I'm very particular about that. And I make sure I eat a healthy and nutritious breakfast. I can't understand people who do that fasting or who skip breakfast for whatever reason. I could never do that. And it just cannot work for me. I mean, if they do it more power to them, the whole, I know that there's this big, interval fasting thing that's getting really popular and for me that's like no no way i i can't do that um but you know each of their own um and besides that i love to listen to music um music for me music is a big part of my life uh, and i listen to podcasts personal development podcasts uh podcasts on spirituality so yeah that's it that's my morning routine 
super important for me and it gives me the momentum that I need to be productive and just be in a good mood, being a, yeah, for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) You're feeding your body and you're feeding your mind the first thing you do. Right. One more question for you and then be great if you could tell everyone how they can find out more about you if they want to connect with you. Uh, My last question, Mm -hmm. and I think you partially answered it with some of the more of the routines you have in the morning, but are there any habits that you have that you really believe in that really help you that, that, that you want to share? Well, I think people need to always be learning something. As for me, it's like, if you're not learning, you're not growing. So I'm a big proponent of reading. I love reading books, but if you're not someone who considers yourself a big reader, listen to audiobooks, listen to podcasts, take some online courses, anything that makes you curious. Learning doesn't have to have that sort of utility value. I mean, you could just learn because you're curious about something. If you're curious about cooking or I don't know, anything that can stimulate your mind. And there's plenty of that. I mean, they have those, like you have the master classes now where you can learn from like people from like these experts from different fields. So just Kind of being open to to growing and expanding your mind um, is just it, it'll just broaden your horizons and just yeah so just being open to being a student of life is it's going to benefit you in so many ways personally and professionally so I really encourage people to be open to growing and learning. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a great time to be alive where we can where we have books and like you mentioned that masterclass service, which I haven't I haven't watched it before, but I've seen their ads everywhere. This is a great time to be alive where we have access to all these experts that are willing to share for pennies on a dollar. It's uh, right. Yeah, it's, we are living in the age of information, and I and I think it's really important to be judicious about what who you're learning from because the fallout from this is that everyone is kind of claiming to be an expert when they're not. So you have to be careful about who you're learning from and kind of figure out who's the real deal and finding your, you know, the gurus that really appeal to you and uh, be selective about that. Yep. Very true. Well, thanks, Selena. I really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, if, If people want to connect with you, what's the best website or websites that they should visit? I would encourage them to visit my blog. That's, the dream catcher the website is uh, the address is thedreamcatch.com if they want to connect with me personally they can go to my website which is selineshinoy.com great thanks again and thanks everyone for listening thanks for listening to the morning upgrade podcast please subscribe and review and don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content